Our epistle lesson this morning is taken from Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I invite us now to hear these words of the Apostle Paul. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you, and for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding, and have the knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, and I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in Him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in Him, who is the head of every ruler and authority, in him also you were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, today as we continue our sermon series, uh, Lessons from Lockdown, we have Moved to a different location. We are at Cherokee Sink, and which is in Wakulla County, Florida, which is just south of Tallahassee. And this uh, brings back a lot of memories. Me coming back here. Um, we used to come down here when I was a teenager and a college student, and we would spend hours upon hours on afternoons um, swimming in this sinkhole. It's now closed. Um, it's a state park, and um, they've closed it off. And no more recreational swimming. You have to get permits, and so Leanne and I were able to get a permit and come in to um, uh, to offer this video and this sermon. Um, you know, this is when I was here. We would jump off these rocks and into the water, and we would climb in from the little beaches to the left, and over across the way there was our small beaches. You could kind of wade your way in to a point, but it, eventually, as you can see below me the limestone just gives way and it's just 77 feet to the bottom um, and there's a network of caves that are all kind of interconnected down here connecting this sinkhole to other sinkholes in the area we used to go to many of those sinkholes one was called little dismal and it looked a lot like this not nearly as big and then there was one called big dismal which was far more intimidating than this one it had dark red water and and it was about 20 feet down to the water from the nearest ledge and and that's where you would jump in and climb back out through the by climbing up the, the walls of the limestone. This one was a lot more friendly, a lot easier. Um, there were rope swings. There's one here, and there was one over behind me. Um, wonderful, wonderful uh, memories here. Um, one thing that I, as I was swimming, I didn't know what I was swimming in. Um, this is a, this is a beautiful, and it's 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 like emerald and. Um, just beautiful water and it reflects the, the trees surrounding it in the sky. But there's something far more beautiful and large about this sinkhole. 
the sinkhole was created as, as the limestone and the earth kind of eroded and gave away and creates these huge um, holes that go all the way down and connect to the, what's called the Florida Aquifer. This Florida Aquifer is huge. It's over 100,000 square miles below, and, and it's, it's, it's well below, hundreds of feet, thousands of feet below the, below the surface of, of, of the earth. But it encompasses the entire state of Florida, up into Georgia and South Carolina, and all the way over into Alabama. Uh, this enormous um, underground lake looks a lot like a sponge. And it's got different kinds of rock. Limestone is, a, is one of the major players in this lake. And it, the limestone gives way. And as it gives way, it can create these huge holes, sinkholes. And that's what's happened here with Cherokee Sink. And so eventually, as, as rainwater fills in and other groundwater, it eventually can make its way down to this aquifer and connecting it to this much larger, much larger, what for me was a mystery, as I did not know that I was swimming in water that was connected to this lake that is bigger than my state. And that's a lesson for me today as I read Paul. Paul is writing to a church that is uh, young. It's a young church. And, and he had likely never spent any time in Colossae, but he, he was the guy who went to Ephesus and started the church there and, and evangelized there. And, and that's where he met Epaphras. And Epaphras was from Colossae. And, and, and Paul was, um, was the evangelist that helped lead Epaphras to Christ and into the faith. And Epaphras was sent back to his home, to Colossae. And there he worked with the church, led the church. Philemon was also a member of that church, and it was likely that Epaphras was there with Philemon in that house church in Colossae. And these were, um, these were colleagues, these were partners in Christ, brothers in Christ with Paul, who was now writing to his brothers from prison. And he tells them from prison that I can't be with you bodily, but I'm with you in spirit. And I congratulate you, and I celebrate, and I rejoice in your faith and in your morale, in the face of all that you are facing, that, you're, that this church was facing some persecution, that was facing some oppression from areas. There were at least no less than five problems that Paul was trying to address in this letter to help his friends out, his colleagues, his partners, these leaders of a, of a, of a small local church, a, a growing church, a new church. But they were facing some serious threats. These threats came in the form of, of Judaizing uh, synagogues who thought you had to be, practice Judaism in, in order to be a, a Christian. And, and Paul said, no, that's, that's not the way it works anymore. Christ did away with that. There were other um, issues. There were religions and philosophies and wisdoms and schools of thought that were all playing into the, into the Christian faith. And these became threats as they began to synchronize with the Christian faith. And there were people who thought if the, more, the more types of religion and types of philosophies and types of wisdoms and types of schools of thought, the more you can bring in and practice, the more wise you are. Why not take advantage of, of every available religion and thought and pull the best of this one and that one and practice those? What can it hurt? The wise do that. This was a threat for this early church. Paul writes them to, to encourage them to avoid such thoughts, such practices, that, that Christ is enough because Christ reveals this great mystery 
this mystery that is, has, is, is only revealed as the divine decides and the way the divine decides. And fortunately for us and, for, and certainly for, for Paul and, and the Colossians, Paul says Christ is the fullest revelation of this divine mystery as he embodies the mystery of God. And that's all we need. That's all anyone needs. That's all humanity needs. That's all creation needs. And so cling to the faith of Christ. Cling to Christ as the revelation of this mystery that we are able to participate in and have faith in and put all of our trust in. And we are able to have a community that is built up, springs forth from the divine. It's kind of like the sinkhole. When I was swimming in this sinkhole, thinking I was swimming only in a sinkhole, this, this water, but actually I was swimming in a much deeper, bigger, greater, far more vast body of water. This sinkhole, in a way, reveals the mystery of the Florida aquifer. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it until I was well into my adulthood what I was able to participate in and, and, and play in and swim in and dive in and laugh in, rejoice in. But when I found out, even as an adult, and when I bring my children here, well, when I was able to bring my children here and let them swim, I knew what they were swimming in. Something much bigger, much greater, and far more vast than they can understand or I can understand or envision. I can't imagine a hundred thousand square miles of an underground lake. But this sinkhole gives me a glimpse of that reality. And this porous limestone and this beautiful aqua water, I get a glimpse of a greater mystery. And that is a truth. And just in that same way, but on a far more important, a far deeper, and a far more grand and glorious scale, Jesus Christ reveals the mystery of the divine for us. And in that revelation of Christ, we can participate in. We can put our faith in we can put our trust in and know that it's enough, that Christ has done it all, that God has provided for us all through the revelation of Jesus' birth and His life, His death, His resurrection, and His continued presence with us, even when we are not face to face. So just as Paul was writing from prison and he tells his friends, even though we're not face to face, I'm still with you. Even though we are not face to face as Ashland Place United Methodist Church, we are still together, bound together by this faith in Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God that springs forth and allows us to be the church, the church in the world, even when our doors, the doors of our building, are closed. And for that truth, 
for that experience, I take great joy and I rejoice with you and your faith and your morale even as we face these strange and very different days. Know that we will be together again soon. But until then, we are always and forever will be together through the Spirit of God. Thanks be to Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.